Happy New Year, everyone. Pete back with you for an all-new edition of the Music Box P Podcast. Hope you guys had a great holiday season, New Year's and all that. Ready to bring in 2024, and we're just going to get things rolling right away. On today's episode, I have an interview with Cole Barnhill. Uh, he's a country artist. He's based out of Lubbock, Texas. Uh, you probably haven't heard of him. I know most of my listeners haven't. But he is just a phenomenal talent. Got the chance to chat with him last month, uh, just before the holidays. But he's a phenomenal singer, and what he does well, he just has that down-home Texas charm that really works wonders on you right away, and he was just such a delight to talk to. So we chatted about his musical beginnings, creative process, and all that, and it's sort of like party country. I think that's the best way to describe his music. It's different than, you know, like the tractor country, like, you know, the, the cowboy hat and all that. He sort of has this, like, dirty, grimy type of country, too, that sort of really get down and dirty. And just about having a good time, pretty much. And I think that's what's really most important. So talk about his musical beginnings, creative process, um, where he gets the inspiration to write songs from in the first place. It really comes from life, you know, li living down in Texas. And he talks a lot about that in the interview, just what his life is like growing up, being surrounded by music and all that, being influenced by all that. You'll hear more from him. I just thought he was a super insightful guy. And he really just is so super chill and laid back. That's why I really gathered the most from this interview, which is just the way that he conducts himself, both on stage and just in person, just as a, a general, a regular guy. I think he really just goes about business and just his own frame of mind, and he that really allows him just grasp things out of the air. I just think you get such a great, unique perspective of him, and he, it really comes across his music genuinely. Plus, he talks about what he likes to do for fun away, uh, do for fun away from making music as well, too. Of course, you know, sharing on his Dallas Cowboys, of course, so you'll be seeing plenty more of them in the uh, playoffs for sure. But he's just a chill back guy just about music, football, and just all things associated with life. I think you real, really genuinely love him. So without further ado, here's my interview with Cole Barnhill. Okay, Music Box Pete here on uh, with a rising country artist uh, based out of Austin, Texas. Uh, discovered him on Instagram, checked out his music, and really liked what I heard. And uh, he's come on, uh, chat all things music, um, musical beginnings, creative process, uh, everything related to music. Uh, his latest single, XOXO. I'd like to welcome on Cole Barnhill. Cole, thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, dude. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, so just for all my listeners out there, uh, just uh, give us your name, where you're from, and uh, what kind of music you play. Uh, so we've been, I was born and bred in Lubbock, Texas. Been here all my life pretty much. Uh, been playing music since I was probably 15 or so, uh, kind of off and on, whatever. Then uh, kind of got in with a band and stuff, and I've never stopped from there. We've kind of definitely changed our sound a little bit over the years for sure and it's always morphing into something uh i don't really like to place a genre on this i guess at the moment but <laughs> uh you know yeah i'm loving every minute of it it's been great <clears throat> awesome so um I, I kind of want to go back to the beginning and just sort of um go behind like sort of your early interest in music uh as a young child and how that how it sort of grew from there so Talk about, like, your earliest exposure to music at a young age and how that sort of affected you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I grew up, uh, both my granddads on my, uh, both my parents' dads are both really talented musicians, uh, so it's kind of been in the blood. Neither of my parents can hum a tune whatsoever, but, <laughs> uh, both their parents are like that, so they always kind of push me to be musically, I guess, or be musical, I guess. Uh, but I grew up just listening to a lot of 80s rock and stuff like that, uh, a bunch of 90s country. Uh, so those two kind of merged together. 
for a lot of stuff. Uh, in building my taste in music, I guess. Uh, but recently, I've definitely been getting a lot more into some stuff that I wasn't interested in when I was a kid. Uh, so it's been great to kind of jam my musical horizons, just kind of see what else is out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, in terms of like uh, your family, uh, was there a lot of like um, music in terms, and, and not just like music you play, but like you know, like musical instruments? Were your parents into music from like in terms of like playing instruments? Was that uh, was that sort of fostered at a young age, or, or not so much? Really not. They both played trumpet or something uh, in marching band back. Oh, back okay. <laughs> of their music ability. Uh, I didn't get my first guitar until I was fourteen or fifteen, I guess. Uh, really grew up playing guitar here and always wanted an actual guitar and then finally got one for Christmas or my birthday. Uh, just really never stopped playing. Got addicted to it and had so much fun with it. So, uh, but no, they've—they're not musical <coughs> at all. I've, uh, back in the day, I used to write a lot of songs with my brother. Uh, he's two years older than me, two and a half years older than me. Uh, we'd come home from school. I barely just learned how to play guitar, and we try to come up with some songs, and that's really just how I got into the songwriting aspect of it. Nice. Um, now, uh, talk about what life life was like for you growing up in Texas. Now, I visited Texas, I think, uh, six years ago. I visited down in Austin for South by Southwest, and it, it is oh, a yeah. yeah. yeah it was, it, one thing I never realized is just how I look at it on a map and how huge it is and just the state of Texas and everything they say everything's bigger in Texas I mean I wasn't oh, yeah. kidding yeah but talk about what life was like for you growing up in Texas and just you know how awesome it was and how it sort of uh, affected you and and how much it stays with you yeah I mean growing up in Lubbock Lubbock is known for being one of the uh, one of the biggest music scenes in all of Texas which Texas is pretty much its own country uh, mm -hmm. how big it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're kind of you're kind of surrounded by music in Lubbock, uh, just like you would be in Austin or something like that. Uh, we've got like the Blue Light, and there's been so many great <clears throat> musicians come out of there. Uh, going to sing or song or not on Mondays. Uh, they've got a long list of people that have gone a long ways that uh, have come through Lubbock. So I don't know. It's kind of in the Lubbock blood. Uh, just growing up here, just always seeing stuff like that and wanting to be like the people. Uh, that I saw on stage. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah it's, I mean, Texas is awesome. I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's definitely my favorite place to be. It's home. Yeah, I could see how much you love it, too. And just, not even just, you know, I mean, like, I mean, the people there are awesome. Just, you know, they want to have a conversation with you. Just so conversational down there. Just... Everybody is just yeah. like always wants to talk to you down there, just from what I've seen. And of course, <laughs> of course, like the food and everything, and, and 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 just sort of go back to the music real quick. Just it's not all like country music down there, but there's so many like different like styles of music down there too as well too. Just yeah. sort. So t talk about that. Just sort of like the different styles of music and how they sort of like mix in together as well. Yeah, I mean, Texas is one of the only places that have a genre of music named after the state as in Texas country. I don't know of any other place uh, that has something like that. Uh, so that definitely runs deep here. Uh, but I mean, you can go anywhere in Texas and find whatever you want. If you're looking for electronic music, you can find it somewhere. Uh, if you want to rock, go down to Austin and Houston and all sorts of these other places that I mean, you can, it's just a melting pot of different ideas, which is I think really cool here. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's pretty impressive, and and you sort of touched upon sort of you know the Texas country as well too, because 
obviously, you know, country music being so fast and so many different styles, and it, it's really evolved and changed so much over the yeah. years, but how would you say Texas country is sort of different from, say, like, Nashville country and, like, the other styles out there? What is it about Texas country that makes it so special? How, I mean, a lot of it is uh, the songwriting aspect to a lot of people, I guess. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that's the answer most people from Texas will give you. Uh, I don't know if it's just a kind of chip on your shoulder or something, but a lot of us like to listen to a song that they wrote or that uh, they had the idea for. Like, I completely understand writing with other people and all sorts of that stuff, just having uh, different co-writes and different minds and stuff, but I think one thing that sets us apart, we're for the most part writing all of our own stuff and that's kind of <clears throat> quite a bit different than what has been going on in Nashville, which Nashville is definitely uh, starting to see the trend, I guess, of what people like. Um, and so a lot of these Texas guys that have been busting their ass writing songs for <coughs> 10, 12 years are finally getting an opportunity to go do the Nashville thing and uh, get on the national stage. That's been really cool to see. Yeah, it's also about, like, the storytelling as well, too, sort of, you know, the songwriting and how that's all intertwined, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, who are some of your musical heroes that you really look to just, like, for inspiration in terms of, like, writing a song or just, like, the style or someone, um, or, or more than one, like, artists that you really gravitate towards that are such a huge inspiration to yourself? Uh, are there any that really stick out to you? Yeah, I mean, I've got... Kurt Cobain sitting above my damn bed. There you go. <laughs> he, he's, he's definitely one. Um, and my dad is, he hates <clears throat> grunge music because he grew up on 80s rock and he just says that grunge took out the hair metal phase and 80s rock phase. So he has a vendetta out for grunge music. So I really didn't get introduced to anything like that until uh, a few years ago, really. Uh, but I fell in love with stuff like that. Um, but I always grew up listening to Guns N' Roses. Uh, I mean, too many to count. Molly Crew, Nickelback, definitely. Uh, but definitely uh, all the Garth Brooks, George Strait, all the 90s, Jackson. Uh, definitely pull inspiration from all sorts of different things. But I think that's what's cool about this scene is that you can pull from different things and no one's going to tie you down to one genre, really. You can be country and have fiddle and still get <coughs> one song and then the next song have a absolute a headbanger or something and there's really there's really no strings to tie it down i guess which has been really cool definitely not it's almost sort of like country with an attitude almost uh, as well so yeah. you sort of you know take no punches <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely um i'm kind of curious and i've seen uh, clips of some of your like li and uh, pictures on your instagram of, of your live shows but i sort of want to get, get a sense of just how awesome like your live shows are and just Give, like, an overall sense for those who haven't seen you in concert before of what your live shows are like, just, you know, the overall aura and uh, atmosphere surrounding it. <laughs> I don't know. I like to, like to be loose, have a lot of fun. Um, definitely a lot more of a rock show once you uh, get to see us live, I guess. Um, I don't know. Get loose, have fun, and try to get the crowd moving. Uh, I hate one of my least favorite things is just seeing someone up there that doesn't look like they want to be there playing or like this isn't the best job in the world because it is and I don't know you just gotta appreciate the fact that people are there to watch your ass and spend money to come see you so you better give them a damn show every time you're there 
And of course, a lot of alcohol out, out there as well, too. So. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> um, I, I want to talk about uh, uh, your latest song, uh, XOXO, one of the first songs I heard from you, and it's absolutely awesome. But, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, just talk about the recording process behind that song and just what went into making that one. That one was actually quite a bit different than uh, anything else we had done before. Um, I wrote that song. Uh, back in, I guess, February. Um, and normally it takes a little bit to get into the studio and stuff. Um, wasn't sure if I was one, how many songs I'd, we were trying to get back into the studio, um, but I wasn't sure how many songs we were going to do and whatnot. And I wrote that one, and then <clears throat> the next day I talked to my producer and sent him it, and he loved it too. So we got in as soon as possible and cut that one uh, within like the next two weeks, I think, of writing it. Um, but it was really fun to just kind of get to experiment with stuff. Uh, it's definitely one of the more rock-sounding ones that we've got. Um, so getting to do that was a lot of fun, getting to ride like a somewhat of a metal breakdown, I guess, if you want to call it that. Uh, just figuring stuff out like that. Uh, I don't know, really digging into the creative process when you're there. Uh, that was definitely one of the smoothest songs that we'd ever done. A lot of times you're sitting there scratching your head about what should come next, what should we do, uh, but that song, I don't really know, it just kind of flowed from everybody that was in the studio, and not a whole lot of takes and stuff, just kind of getting in there, like, we felt it, and it sounded great, so, I love the way it turned out, though, it's definitely up there, it's one of my favorites that we've done. And it's very unique to how, like, the energy sort of, like, exponentially builds. Like, it starts off as, like, a slow song, and then the energy sort of builds. It sort of throws you for a loop a little bit, so it sort of gives the listener yeah. something <laughs> unexpected. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just, like, having different dynamics of songs, you can't really... I love being high energy. Uh, I mean, that's definitely... Sometimes I definitely think I try to be or write a damn song that's a little too high energy or something for... Uh, what we're feeling, just because I want to, I want it to be something that will have a great live sound and have the right energy for the people. So, uh, but yeah, just having a lot of dynamics and starting slow, getting bigger, maybe fall back down again, get bigger, and then finish out strong. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, are there any songs of yours personally that um, uh, really speak to you? Is there like one song that you've uh, uh, released thus far that really speaks out to you that like you really gravitate towards, and, and maybe also one that like the audience seems to enjoy as well too? Oh. <clears throat> We're gonna have to go way back for the one that I really enjoy. I would love to do something else with this song. I don't know if you've heard it or not. It's called Sun Dried Ketamine. It was released on our uh, first EP that we did, um, which and it's just a bare-ass acoustic song. Uh, me playing guitar, I was off like guitar at the time, you can tell. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, it was a really good song to write. It was actually one of my first songs, ever, and I was really proud of it. Uh, the little guitar riff in it came from the guy who produced this song, actually. Uh, Colton King uh, he had that riff and didn't have any words to it and I was like dude what is that <laughs> like, we, we've been trying to write a song to this riff for the last five years he, was, he had been in quite a few different other bands and whatnot, and they were like can't figure it out and I was like well I'll figure something out can I have it he was like, have at it 
I guess it's like a crowd pleaser of sorts, sort of get, gets them moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so um, besides music, uh, what do you like to do for fun in your spare time, sort of, you know, to get away from it all? So sort of, you know, if people want to know what Cole Barnhill's like, you know, outside of music, uh, what are we most likely find you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, tonight you're going to find me watching the Cowboys. Oh, know, nice. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and, and just speaking of food real, real quick, when I was uh, down at, um, I, I know barbecue's huge down there, sort of what Texas is uh, known for, and I went to Rudy's, yeah, yeah. yeah, I went to Rudy's Barbecue down down in Austin, so, but, uh, but okay. yeah, but uh, near where you are, like, uh, down in Lubbock, because I know that's where uh, Texas Tech is, so, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, talk about what, like, um, some of your favorite, like, uh, food hangouts or, like, restaurants in the area. Well, the best barbecue you're going to have in Lubbock is at Mays, mm. that place is spectacular um but they i mean lubbock is known for having so many little mom and pop uh different shops of whatever food you can think of i think there's some stat that we have one of the highest per capita uh rates of like family-owned restaurants and stuff so there's a lot of stuff uh we've been able to choose from growing up uh just all sleuth of everything awesome um so uh, talk about uh, what you got uh, coming up on the uh, musical radar within the next few months and uh, early into New Year. I know we're recording this just before the um, before Christmas, but talk about what you have yeah. coming up in the new year in terms of like new music coming out, new shows, or anything on your musical radar. Yeah, absolutely. We've got uh, haven't announced any shows yet, uh, but we've definitely got some in the works. Uh, getting the full calendar filled up. Uh, that's really <coughs> nice. Um, also getting back into the studio hopefully late December early January uh, we'll probably cut another five or six songs depending on how everything goes we might cut one or write another one that we like more whatever uh, but yeah we've got a, we've got a lot of great shows coming up I'm really excited about that a couple uh, opening shows for great bands like Trudio Revival and Austin Mead stuff like that uh, then we've also got some great headlining venues uh, that we haven't done before that I'm super excited about awesome um, and how can uh, uh, fans find out more info about you online? Oh, I'm horrible at keeping up with my website. But you can check there if you want. Uh, the best way to probably see is through Instagram or Twitter, uh, Facebook. Um, that's where most stuff goes. Uh, but yeah, you can find 
that anywhere. Stuff on YouTube as well. And you're also on Spotify and Apple Music and all the streaming services. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> all right. And uh, we've uh, reached the last question here. Uh, what is one thing you hope uh, fans pick up from your music? It's also about like you know. There you go. I think it's more about fostering that connection, sort of you know, keep that connection you know constant and just you know sharing like emotions and life experiences. I think that's what it's all about too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I get messages all the time from people on Instagram and stuff that they'll listen to my song and they say it them through a breakup or helped them through a hard time in their life. And I mean, seeing those are just absolutely crazy to even think that like even impact on someone's life like that. So seeing that will always brighten my week for a while. Uh, yeah, I mean, just being able to connect with someone on a personal level, just through music is pretty insane. That's what it's all about. So, um, yeah. but yeah, Cole, I so appreciate you taking time out to do this and uh, hopefully our paths uh, cross in person sometime in the future. But yeah, absolutely. would love for you to come out to your show sometime. Yeah, thank you so, so much for taking time to do this. Really appreciate it. No problem, man. I really appreciate you having me. Yeah, take care. Have a good one. See you, man. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks once again to Cole Barnhill for being so super gracious and doing this interview. I just I just learned so much from talking with him, and he just has this amazing vibe to him that just it really encapsulates his whole personality, everything there is about him. It's all encapsulated. And if you listen to XOXO, you really get the full grasp of the musical message he's trying to convey to his audience. I really think you'll find something really spectacular about him. So seek him out on all the social media sites as he mentioned. XOXO now streaming on all the major uh, streaming carriers, and check out his other music there too while you're at it. So you really just has something that's just awesome. I think it's poetic in a sense too. It's sort of it's poetry uh, in the way that he sort of talks about life and what's um, what life is like growing up in Texas for him because it's you know different in every areas, especially in the whole country. So it would be Texas, Nashville, wherever the case down south, Georgia, Alabama, wherever the case may be. It's gonna be different for everybody. And Cole just has that special, unique um, uh, vibe and wavelength ready to just un unleash upon everybody so again massive thanks to cole barnhill and definitely go and check him out thanks once again for tuning in to the music box p podcast see you next week